All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to my second ever in-person podcast. So, just further warning, there is no video, and there probably will no be, probably will no be, there will probably not be clips on this episode, just the audio, but it's coming out early so that you guys can listen. I'm, I apologize, I still gotta figure out the video for the in-person podcast. Um, shout out Zoom for just recording, uh, but yeah, my guest today is and right guard for Pacific University, my friend, economics major, also at Pacific University, Zach Kamey. Hello, everybody. Glad to be on the show. Glad to be on the show. I had his one of his good friends, Mitchell Ulrich, on, if you guys remember. Wait. Okay. You haven't been talking. I don't know why it, was, why it would show something. But yeah. Um, All conference tackle, Mitchell Ulrich. All to count- get that right, Colin. All conference tackle Mitchell you have to Ulrich. Say it every time you say his name. He See, likes. here's the thing though, I was more talking to him about politics than I was about football. So yeah. with you, I can talk about football and hopefully not politics. We can talk about whatever, but yeah, I, um, I talk about football. But yeah, so for everyone who doesn't know you, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I mean, my name's Zach, guys. I'm from Stockton, California. If you guys know, that's at Central Valley. Um, moved up here with 2018. Me and Colin came up the same class. We were in the same pod group together, freshman year. We were. Camp. We were. I actually hated Colin, guys. Little funny story. It was it takes, if you haven't met Colin in person, sometimes it takes a minute to grow on you, but um, no, I'm glad we're friends. And I'm glad I'm on the show and yeah. came a long way. Yeah. I think I've, I've matured a lot too now. Like, yeah. I think that we were was both very different people. Yeah, and years, I think that's part of the like the part of the point of going to college, you know, yeah. is to like learn who you're gonna be, what you're gonna do, and I still don't know what I'm gonna do. Like I learned that I kind of liked doing podcasting, um, just accidentally doing it, and now it's turning into an actual show that people listen to and tune into. So, um, you know, I'm glad I came here because if I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't. Have, I definitely wouldn't be doing this right now. So, true. I I probably wouldn't even be podcasting. Like if you think about it, like. If my life would have went a different route, I probably would have been starting earlier at football. You know, I wouldn't, I would, I probably wouldn't have got injured, and I probably wouldn't have learned podcasting. Who knows what I've been doing? Like, who knows if a pandemic would would have happened? Was your plan to always like go and play football somewhere after high school, or it was like that's something that just like came to you as you were like a senior and like like oh I guess I could do this? Like how'd that happen? Um. So talking to like the back of it, but also, so when I was. Hold on. I'm going to take off these headphones real quick. When I was a sophomore in high school, that's when I started playing football. And I was also really into basketball and volleyball. And so when I turned, when I got into junior year, that's when I started thinking, oh, maybe I can play uh, sports in college. And so I decided football was probably going to be the route, and I quit the last thing I quit, I quit basketball first. The last thing, well, soccer, obviously. I quit soccer first, then basketball, then volleyball was the last thing I quit junior year. And so going into my senior year, all I played was football. And so um, I thought maybe I could do this. And junior year, I was good. I was very accurate, but I was very weak. I weighed like 150-something pounds, soaking wet. And I was really accurate. Like I didn't miss very much, but I didn't really have a leg on me. Like I rarely hit touchbacks. I didn't punt. Um, and so senior year, I put on a little bit of muscle, but I was still like 165, 168, but I was super, like I was super really strong. And so, um, 
and I was really accurate still. And so, and I started punting and I did really good. I got second team all conference, I believe, punt, maybe state. I, th- I think it was conference. Um, and so I was like, oh, maybe I can do this. And so I don't know if I told you this, but I was committed and I was ready to go to Colorado Mesa oh, University. Yeah. yeah. So I was ready to go there and I, um, I, they said they were, they said they did, they just stopped hitting me up and I was like, Oh, that's weird. And so I hit them back and they were like, yeah, we're going to go with someone else. We're going to go with this junior college kicker. And that like tore me to pieces and I was like ready to sign and everything. And then, and then coach may hit me up. He brought me out here on a visit. He let me bring Dion and then, um, and then everything happened. Sorry. Hold on. Taking a call during the podcast. No, I'm texting her. Sorry. No, basically, but what I was about to say, so, like, if you would have came here, then you would have been living in Colorado. Like, your life would have been way different. That's what I was trying to get to. What would you have done if you didn't go to Pacific? Uh, Oh, because you said it was football always the end goal. Um, If I wouldn't have gone to Pacific, you know, I probably would have played football, honestly. Uh, Football was, like, my first, like, real love. Like, I loved sports in general, but football, like was like that one thing that like, I mean, you can relate to this. Football was that one thing I was like really passionate about, you know, and I really loved, I, I loved working out. Like I was like not working out weights, but I loved going to kick and things like that. And it was like a community that I built for myself. Um, or Nolan, my coach kind of built it for me. But um, I, uh, you know, I really, I really um, wasn't going to, I wasn't going to not play football. And so when I got that opportunity from Pacific, I came here, um, thought I did really well as a freshman. Obviously, they went with Zach that first game. Um, and then I got to play my freshman year, obviously. Hit that 40 in the game. But then, you know, I got injured. Sorry, I did that. Lot. But, yeah. so no, I was kind of weird because I was kind of the opposite. Like, I completely thought, like, I was never going to play football again. I was just, like, going to go to school, do whatever. Like, I wasn't sure I was going to go. But... Ended up here, and I'm glad about it. Oh, talking to the mic, forgot. Sorry, guys, if you can't hear me. It, it, I mean, it'll be hearing it. Like, every time Joe Rogan says it on his podcast, they can still hear it. It's just not as clear and not as, like, good. So I get it. The audio is – that's the thing about podcasting, too. Audio is the – like, you as a listener, you want to hear good audio. You that know is what I mean? true. Like, you don't want to hear people just fucking really quiet or even, like, shit. You just don't want to hear know, Honestly, that's why I like the in-person podcast more, too. Because just, like, over Zoom, like, if you're listening to podcasts sometimes, mm-hmm. like, you can tell it's, like, over, over a call. Yeah. And it sounds a lot better in person, so. The only thing about Zoom is, though, you can, like, you can, like, get people who live in other countries true, or who yeah. can't get here. And yeah. for me, not having a studio or having money to house people and yeah. shit like that it's cool for me to meet people. Like I'm having people with 30 K and stuff on, on my podcast and the audio is like, obviously not. I mean, the audio is not the greatest. It's not like up to the level, but that's also because my mic's not the greatest. And it's an online, like, um, I don't know what interface, I guess. Yeah. It is good though. Just to get those people from, all yeah. over, just so you can get your, your platform out. Well, even Bobby, bro, Bobby, who yeah. has, has a, a decent, platform. decent platform is doing it through Instagram reels. Yeah. So it's like, that's another thing. Social media and like the internet, like has really created it like a, a way for people just to like link out and meet, you know? So one day what I really want to do. So, I mean, I kind of want to get into sports broadcasting a little bit, not like Steven Zimmer. I mean, not <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, but like more like, uh, like speaking, like announcing, you know? Yeah. Like I want to do, I, I'm going to talk to the dude here about doing Pacific 
Yeah, could be Jay Feely on the sidelines. Real life, yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, that's something I, I, like, really want to do for, like, either basketball or, or football, getting into some of that. No, that would be really cool, like, I mean, but I don't know. Some of those kind of jobs seem like a long shot sometimes, but yeah. definitely announcing would be so, like, I think I could, like, be decent at that. Yeah, well, you it's also so know fun. football. So, like, and I don't know any, was Boogie an offensive lineman? Boogie McFarland. Uh, I think or, he played D-line. D-line. I Booger. thought so, too. Yeah. Booger. Uh, I thought it was Boogie. Um, Booger. <laughs> um, doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I I don't really know any offensive linemen. Most of them are quarterbacks or former quarterbacks. or Yeah, quarterbacks are good at it. I mean, just because they Tony know Tony is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he's, he's on that shit. Yeah, dude. It's, he, it's nice to watch him. I hope he's announcing today. Honestly. But dude, even basketball. Shout out, right? fuck the Packers, honestly. Honestly, fuck that. Let's go pack. Like, fuck yeah. Like, fuck Dude, you want to know something that hurt? The last dude I had on the podcast before Chance, oh, the one that I posted, he had a fucking Packers uh, sign behind him the entire time. I honestly just like rooting for Green Bay at Lambeau. Like, they're not in the AFC. I'm a Raiders fan. Like, I don't got any shout bad out blood Vegas. with... Shout out Oakland. Shout out Las Vegas. <laughs> I got no bad blood with the Packers. Let's talk about it. We have and to talk Aaron Rodgers is from Chico. Did you see that shit with Aaron Rodgers this morning mm-hmm. and Barstool? They had a, another call with that Barstool fund, and it was this cool little burger joint in Chico. And it was just like Aaron Rodgers. Like these people didn't even know they're going to get a call, and it was Aaron Rodgers and Dave. That's Dave, awesome. Dave Portnoy on the phone. Um, so the one thing I do like about Zoom though is like I can be my own young Jamie. Like I can pull up things yeah, and sh- share cool. the screen. Yeah. Like if we're right here in person, I need someone right over there to like pull up something for us. That's true. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say about uh what we were talking about the games, but no. Um, oh yeah, let's get into this. Josh Jacobs. DUI. What do you think is going to happen with that? Um, last I heard, he was all good. Like He's all good? That's what I heard from Clark County DA or whatever. I saw some shit on Twitter. Um, but yeah, that was potentially <laughs> very bad. <laughs> that would have sucked to lose him. Or I just have him fuck up his career and start yeah. going down the shitty road. See, that's the thing. Like People were always worried about gambling in Vegas, and I was always worrying about the uh, other aspects of living yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, it was Vegas. like the, what, the day after the season ended. Like mm-hmm. Homie was just... He's fucked up. Like, yeah. He should be good, though. He's young, and I think he realizes his mistake, and he'll be all good for the race. Yeah. I think he'll be fine. Um, But, you know, that team, man, you guys' team plays a lot like the Vikings. You guys have really shitty defense, but a pretty, like, decent offense. Like The Vikings, though, have historically had a pretty good defense with their coordinator there. They've had him for a while, but... Well, it's Mike Zimmer. Xavier like, got old and yeah. he left. Is he even there? He's on the Colts and he had a pretty decent season this year. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. The thing with the Raiders was just fucking young. same thing that happened the last year. Yeah, they were young and they just petered out at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. It's honestly the same old story kind of as a Raiders fan. Being a Raiders fan now for, tw- I guess you could say 20, 20 years. years yeah. I've been watching them since I was like probably four or five. Yeah, but at least you guys win. Like, the Vikings historically just never win, dude. And we always, like, yes. just, like, get so close and then always fall short. I, I'm used to the disappointment. It's worse so for my brother. I always, after every, especially this last season, when we thought we were going to be good, I was I was kind of expecting the disappointment, but he was not. Yeah. Um, the thing about it, though, is for, um, for like, like the Vikings fans, dude. Like we get like the Minnesota miracle, or we have like Justin Jefferson have the greatest, the greatest year, like rookie year in a long time. And but we have like 
DJ Wanham on defensive line and have like Daniel Hunter out with a um what is it called when you're back like a disc oh the bulging disc, disc or yeah yeah one of those and and so like we just always like it not that we get fucked over but we just like it just being a vikings fan is hard dude like it was tough i mean for the first time in a long time the raiders had like a legit linebacker yeah and nick kwakowski or whatever kwakowski his last name is. yeah but shout out to nick morrow after those guys went down mm-hmm. the d3 product i don't know what school he went to but he was a beast this year, bro. He was a he played. I don't know how long he played for, but he played mm-hmm. some D three, and no one really thought much of him. But he was yeah. balling out for the Raiders when he had to step up. Well, here's the thing that I want to ask you because I talked about this with Bobo, who is a he's a baseball player at CSN and a rapper. CSN College of Southern Nevada. Oh. Um, but concussions. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um. No. So I want to talk to you about. What do you think, like, do you think football as the game we know it will exist 20 years from now? Or do you think they're going to have to drastically change what's going on? Because not only do, like, we think about people who get hit the most. We think about running backs and linebackers. But realistically, it's the linemen. It's you guys. I think football is the way we know it at uh, Division One and NFL level probably won't be that different in 20 years. I bet if anything, they'll probably start trying to um, weed out or do something with youth sports and like the starting age of football. But I wrote a paper on it for my uh, research class last year about concussions in football Mm -hmm. at all three levels, and um, uh, it was pretty startling. Like some of the research I found, but um, what I'd have to say is um, based on that, actually, running backs and linebackers, um, along with offensive linemen, they're kind of all grouped in the same category as mm-hmm. taking the most hits because they both have to end up, you know, taking those in the hole three, four yards downfield, freaking yeah. blocks with the linebackers. And um, some of those collisions are pretty nice. Try to um, not go on this side because it like, gets really quiet. So just try to talk like right here into it. Right here? Uh, like just right on that side, yeah. Okay. Good. Keep going though. Um, what was I saying? You were talking about uh, linebackers, running backs. Yeah, um, some of the collisions that um, like I was finding in my research, they were like comparing it to like sixty-five mile power like car collisions. Mm. But that's like NFL and Division One stuff because those guys are freaks. And yeah. part of it is just like why the game of football has had to change is just like the same as how basketball is changing. Like yeah. we just have athletes have more access to nutrition and um, just stuff for their bodies, and we just have freaking freaks on the field that can running each other at crazy speeds. Um, same goes for hockey, though, bro. Like, hockey's gnarly as hell. They bare-knuckle box. In yeah, they, they fight in their sport. Yeah. And, like, it's cool. Like, Well, we like it. So- <laughs> we do, like, I'm down with it. That was my favorite thing. Like, we had um, the Stockton Thunder when I was a kid. Like, we had a little arena. We had mm-hmm. a decent arena. Um, but that shit was always lit when they would squab. Yeah. The place would go crazy. Well, here's the thing, too. So... Um, here's the thing too. When we, when we go to games like the UFC or, um, Gladiator in the past or, um, football or boxing, we know what we're getting. We're getting violence. And, and in my sports ethics class, I was trying to make this point. Humans are fascinated by violence and we have this desire to violence and we have this desire to, and so things like the UFC, it lets people live through that. So they don't actually just go fucking kill someone or fight. I don't think that's like yes violence isn't good but controlled violence 
um, which you can do in sports in some scenarios. I think there's not that much of a problem with it. You know, it lets people let loose. Um, that was always our big thing, like in the O-line meeting room before a game. Like, we got 60 minutes of controlled violence. Like, let's fucking let loose, boys, and, you know, get you, you know, goosebumps, get you jacked up. And mm-hmm. that stuff's fun. People like that. Yeah. There's something about being able to get out your anger, though, too. Um, Definitely. Like, when I'm hitting the bag downstairs, like, it just releases the energy. Oh, yeah. It feels good. It does feel good. It feels good. Also, feels good. So you don't have to, you know, take out that anger in yeah. other non productive ways killing people or just hurting people do you think or just acting like a dick do you think that every single person who is a serial killer has a different mindset than normal people or do you think some of them are just normal and they just fucked they're just fucked up like they have trauma i don't think you can call anybody who's a serial killer normal necessarily into Um, the mic jamie oh yeah i don't think you could call anybody who's a serial killer normal per Mm se um some of it's like obviously life experiences but that happens to other people and other things and they don't go off killing mm-hmm. people serially so i definitely think the serial killers are not normal colin to answer your question well that's not really what i was asking i was more asking do you think that they have issues beyond um just like normal life trauma so like say um, like probably you think so like, like it's something in the brain i can't really speak for them but like definitely like you see people on the street all the time like there's like fucking yelling to themselves like there's definitely something wrong with their brain there yeah so i'm sure that whatever they do or whatever happens to their life that they were mm. wired wrong some way or they're wired just fucked wrong, up yeah. some people are just fucked up it's interesting to think that there are so many different things that can happen to you as a person like physically altering the way you think and that's a product and the serial killer thing too is just there being a lot of people like there's a lot of people on the planet there's bound to be some fucking crazy ones. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, well, that's, that, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like you can fucking do anything. Like I'll give you an example. I was maybe 17 and I was at the, yeah, you can hit that. I was at the, um, the gas station with my friends and, uh, this, uh, this chick was freaking out, bro. And like when those people are freaking out, like homeless, crazy people, when they're freaking out like that, the first instinct that you have is to like stay away. You know, if you see it on the other side, you leave, you know, you go to the other side and she's freaking out about how the government's watching her. Clearly a schizophrenic. And now I, I know that now, but I didn't back then. And so when, when she was freaking out, dude, I was just fascinated by the fact that she was so fucked up. And like, I didn't know why she was fucked up in my head, but she's not, she was just crazy in my head, but like she was so attached to these ideas. And that's the thing about schizophrenia that I think is insane is that these people get so attached to the wrong ideas. Like that's all it is. Oh, it's not even the wrong idea. It's just like voices in your brain, like schizophrenia, um, specifically. Um, actually my aunt had schizophrenia. Um, she's no longer with us, but when I was a kid, like all the time, bro, just like, crazy things she would say and i'd be like i mean i was like five years old and my mom always told me like don't listen to what she says um but like um definitely just like crazy ideas like everybody's always out to get you um but to that point also like it was kind of a weird dichotomy she was also like probably one of the most loving women i've ever met in my life like she was my aunt she was my mom's sister and um it was kind of crazy to always like see those different sides and yeah mental illness is fucked up fucked up it's fucked up um 
see, I struggle with mental illness, like anxiety, things like that. But I've never, like, I, I don't really know people with schizophrenia or anything like that. When she would have her, like, breaks, would you, would she, your mom keep you away from her? No, it was like she would stay, she would basically live with my grandpa because she couldn't really take care of herself at that point. Um, and my grandpa watched us, so she was just always mm -hmm. there. Um, it wasn't really a break. Like, she was able to function, like, somewhat. She couldn't really hold a job. But, like, we'd walk to the store with her and shit, and, like, it was fine. Um, but sometimes she would just say crazy shit. <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to happen, but I didn't know any better. Um, but, I don't know. It was weird, definitely. My friend's gram grandma used to make him walk to Kmart to buy her cigarettes when he was, like, eight years old. That's rough. It's rough. It's, uh, yeah, it, yeah, she's also no longer with them, but... I mean, we're not even really close anymore. I just remember we were like in like, like young, like third grade, second grade. And he used to, he's like, oh, I'm walking to Kmart right now. I got to go get my grandma like smokes. I'm like, should they give them to you? <laughs> you're eight. I guess at that age though, like you're not smoking cigarettes. Like 12 is probably where they're like, no, because you have a little bit of a brain. But at like eight, you're like, they're like, no. But also don't give an eight-year-old cigarettes, Kmart. That's a bad call. Also, there was a salon right next to Kmart and this lady that I knew. So her husband was my like first soccer coach and she like was robbing the store, like stealing from the store. And she went to women prison for years. It's tough. Tough dude. She's out now and she's back to being a hairdresser, but like, dude, Oh, time out. Okay. Crazy little kid story. This arc right by my house for like an 11 year old though, straight robbed that shit with a BB gun, bro. And like they had him on camera and everything. And like the person like Loki, like, let them rob them. Like, it was a child with a BB gun. And that fucking person got robbed. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just, like, think that's pretty funny. Like, he's skating away on his fucking logboard. Like, he has a BB gun and he just robbed like, Arco. These kids I knew robbed Stockton. a um, pawn shop on the corner. That's and, a lick. Yeah, but they went to j prison for a while. That's tough. Um, People do dumbass shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, like... You know, you know, I don't know where you have to be to, like, think I'm going to rob this person or this store. Not person, really. Store. Like, where does your mind have to be to think, okay, you, you, you probably have to be in some deep... You obviously deep... don't have much to lose. Yeah. So that's probably the common denominator, I'd say. Like, no one who's set is going to be robbing shit. Crazy. Another crazy story. Colin, you bringing up good points, honestly. My dad's parents, like, when he was living in his, like, first home as a kid or whatever, their neighbors, they were just, like, these rich-ass people, and, like, they never knew what they did, really. Like, they would go on, like, the boat with them or whatever. But one day, they just, like, casually brought it up. He's like, oh, yeah, like, we used to rob banks. <laughs> they are just like, what? Like, we go to dinner together. Like, huh? He's like, yeah, that's how we have all this nice shit. Like, we robbed banks back in the day. We got away with it. <laughs> I was like, wow. Well, obviously, you're not in prison. Must have been nice to live in, like, the 1950s. You know, Matt's... Uh, neighbor got murdered by like a crazy lady. That's tough. That's crazy. No, like she was like by an like like by an axe. Like she, the, I don't want to butcher the story. This is Matt's story, but she, she the lady was hiding. I I want to say she was naked, but I don't know if she was. She was hiding in the shed, and like when the lady came home, she like went inside and murdered her. Damn. Do you want to know something like weird about me? I was, when I was younger, I was like, wanted to be a forensic, like anthropologist and stuff. I wanted to like, you know, like, like do the autopsies and stuff like that. What do you 
want to be when you grow up, little Colin? I'd like to analyze dead bodies, please. Well, well, well this, this kid, is like not. This kid's fucked up. I was like 13, so it was like I saw it. I don't want to be an astronaut I when I was younger. You were like eight. Like, I want to be a forensic analysis. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, dude. And so I was in forensics uh, when I was friends with one, two, and three when I was in high school. And we one of the years we went to the morgue. And so we're in there and we're like studying. And we went in the like the room, like basically where Tupac was probably. Um, did, had his autopsy done, and like the famous, okay. it was like the fame. No, because he died in <laughs> he died in Las Vegas. What the fuck with you, Colin? Go ahead. Um, um, but and they like showed us like pieces of people from the Vegas shooting and stuff. It was crazy. Pretty fucked up. Because they keep little pieces of everyone. That's a very nice story, Colin. Um, no, no, back. To, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to what I'm saying. Back to what I'm saying. Back to what I'm saying. Um, she showed us the school. And she was like, can anyone tell me what age and gender this is? And I was like, oh, that's like a 20-year-old woman. And she was like, yes. And so I almost got an internship at a morgue. Um, it sounds like an exciting time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. It smelled horrible, bro. That sounds it's, awful. It smells like, you know when you go, like, when you're, like, at, like, an Albertsons or, like, a Smith's and it, like, smells like frozen meat? And it's not, like, the greatest smell, but you know it's meat? It smells like that, but you know it's humans. It's not the greatest. Yeah, I've never smelled humans, and I don't plan on anytime soon. So, yeah, it, it honestly smells like formaldehyde. That's what it really smells like. It's some chemical. Yeah, it's like the chemical they use to preserve the bodies. I think. I've never been to a morgue, Collins. So. Well, you've been to a funeral, probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't take a good whiff at the casket when I walk. But they also, put, <laughs> they also put. <laughs> I love the smell of formaldehyde in the morning. Um, no, they. Uh, I think they use perfume and stuff Definitely. on the body when yeah, they're at the call. at a at a wake. Good call. When I was little, my grand when my grandpa passed away, I was five, and I, and I walked up to his casket, and I was like. Started knocking on his forehead, <laughs> and I was trying to wipe the makeup off of his face. And then they, and because I didn't know it, I was like five. And then, and then they, when they apparently when they covered his face up, like with the casket, you know, they do. It was a very traditional Catholic uh, funeral. They put the um, the head over the casket, and I started losing it. And my dad had to carry me out because so they were taking grandpa away. No, yeah, I remember me and my brother. I don't remember the funeral really, but I just remember like me and my brother like went up there together, like in the middle of everything like no one was walking by like the priest was just talking and like we just walked up pulled up to the altar and like oh hey come on like just fucking doing whatever we wanted what do you think happens when you die um you know what? i i i think you either go to heaven or hell honestly yeah yeah you believe in that stuff yeah i mean that's stuff religion i'm i'm religious i'm kind of torn on the whole um the whole religious, not religious. I'm really torn on the whole uh, health argument. Like, like hell. I kind of there's part of me that thinks that hell is um, just the absence of everything. Yeah, that seems pretty shitty. Just being in like blank nothingness. Like, but would it be really like punishment though? Because like you wouldn't really know. It'd be like a deep sleep when you you don't really know you sleep and you don't know that you weren't anything before you were born. The only reason I kind of like not kind of, but like. My grandpa has told me that he's seen the gates of heaven three times in his life now. I kind of believe him. <laughs> he got really close to dying a bunch of times, and like he's been like a pretty like devout like Christian his whole life. Um, he's like performed exorcisms and stuff. Um, I don't know. Like, I've seen a ghost in my house, so make sure kinda, you speak into the mic. I've seen a ghost in my house, so I, I kind of believe in. Um, in you believe in ghosts? 
Definitely. I know you. Before this, just a little backstory for everyone. Before this, he made me come pick him up because he was scared because the piano was playing. I wasn't scared. <laughs> you were scared. It was a little creepy, yes. Um, I don't know if I believe in ghosts. Dude, telling you. I'm spending the night at my house, bro. <laughs> we can stay up all night. But I also don't want to spend the night at... I kind of believe in demons, though. Dude, our house is pretty nice. I don't definitely don't think our ghost is a demon, because he don't be fucking with us. <laughs> I saw him. What do you mean you've seen him? Tell me what you mean. Dude, it looked like like in a movie when someone has an invisible cloak on, and you just see like the outline of something, and it, like you couldn't really fully see it, and it just like moved across the room. And what like, did you do in that moment? Dude, I was just sitting in the living room, and I was just like... All right, that just happened. Like, I don't know if anybody was home, but I was just like, I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I saw a ghost. I'd believe I'd believe in ghosts, probably. It honestly ain't that bad. But, like, I don't know. I can't speak for people that have scary ghosts in their house. Ours is kind of chill. <laughs> yeah. I used to watch BuzzFeed <laughs> Unsolved, and they, like, would go into haunted places, and I'd be like, I can do that. I would always watch, like, the ghost adventure shit when I was a kid. So. Yeah, but half that shit is just nonsense, right? It's definitely staged, but it's For pretty sure. cool. Like, when you're a kid, like, that shit's like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's a ghost. I could see that. I could definitely see um, it being cool. I need to get another one of these for that. Um, it's a good mic, though. It sounds good. Um Except when you go like this and everything, you got to talk into the mic. Yeah, sorry, guys, about the audio quality. Beginning podcaster. Look how the difference between mine and yours is. I do be yelling a lot. (laughs) Well, not only that, you you like move a lot. Sorry, I'm not monotone as hell like you. I'm just. I'm just trying to mix it up. I feel it. No, (laughs) I'm just. I've just done this enough to where I know where I have to keep my head and everything like that. Practice makes perfect. I'm nowhere near perfect. Um, I definitely can keep a conversation going longer than most people, though. I would say because I've done it long enough, but and nowhere near perfect. Probably this summer when I had my internship at the city of Stockton was like the most times I've had like long conversations with just completely random people. And it's it fun. is definitely a skill like you have to acquire. Like, yeah. Especially like if you're trying to impress them or like, you know, you were performing to an audience, whatever. Like, yeah. You got to be on your shit. At least I don't like try to impress people though when I'm doing this. I just try to get the best audio not really audio i try to get the best out of it so that people who are listening well, have a good experience yeah like your only goal shouldn't be to impress people but like it's just yeah. kind of like what comes like the product of having a good podcast you know especially like mm-hmm. you just started it like it is pretty impressive like mm-hmm. i typed in colin on apple Podcasts, and yours was like the fourth name uh-huh. i was like oh shit like, dude i'm ranked i'm ranked in the top 100 like really colin, podcast. Like, damn I'm, dude when i got ranked like the highest i've been is 60 i think on in philosophy podcast i was like Whoa. How many philosophy podcasts are there? A lot, bro. There's a lot. Um, There's a lot of podcasts. And philosophy is like society and culture, and that's what technically... I don't know if Joe Rogan's is technically a philosophy, but it's society and culture. He has has so many episodes. It's just like a fucking... Well, he did it 11 years ago. And not only that, he was already like known, you know? Yeah. He wasn't like huge. Like He he was was the Fear Factor guy. He was a little famous. But he... uh, Dude, like, his his style, though, like, he's so fucking good at it now. Like, I mean, 1,600 episodes. You're bound to be better. This was better. definitely, like, the first podcast I listened to, and, like, that was my go-to, like, on-the-road podcast. His podcast is definitely the first one that blew up. Maybe The Daily Wire, because of those conservatives, people who love Ben Shapiro. Yeah. I just can't stand the way the man, t- the man talks. Like, I listen to... Every time I listen to him talk, I just think he's a little bit more of a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong for saying I think Kyle might be a robot? Kyle Kern? Yeah. 
Nah, Kyle's not a robot. I'm having him on the podcast soon. Dude. Kyle, if you're listening to this, bro. There's no way I don't think you're a robot, this. but you are a beast. I do love that guy. No, he's a savage. He's bro. a Vikings fan. NorCal guy. You don't get a lot of Vikings fans, bro. That is true. You're probably the only two Vikings fans I've met. Otis. The, the third. All three Pacific. My father. He's an actual. Uh, I never met your dad. Really? I thought you met him that one time when we were moving in. Maybe not. doesn't matter. Oh, um, I don't think I met your dad, bro. So why the Raiders over like the Niners? Um, probably because my dad was a Raiders fan, honestly. Yeah, okay. Like sense. my grandpa's fans both. Like he's a Raiders and Niners fan. That's kind of what matters. Matt is diehard like, Oakland, but yeah, like I guess old people could do that. But it's like as a kid, bro. Like elementary school, middle school, like, that shit was ruthless, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, Raiders and Niners fans, like motherfuckers should go at it. Was Foursquare ruthless at your school too? Uh, maybe elementary school. Yeah, elementary like, school. Definitely, like, yeah. Dude, you ever, like, go back? That. Those hoops looked so high when you were in middle school. And you ever go back and look how short they I are? I know how short they were. Like, I remember. There was, there was, we had a couple that were yeah. regular. I don't like, know if we had any that were regular. Dude, the hoops at that place you showed me in the Grove. Bro, oh, the my park. Lord, dude. I'm not going to tell you, but I'm not telling anywhere that park is. because Unless you're hoping with them. I want to keep it a secret. It's very nice. That shit's nice. It's in the Grove, everybody. It's, it's lit. So, everyone who's listening, it's, like, you're playing in an arena full of like 120 feet trees. Just huge ass trees. Just huge trees. It's so nice. And you can yam on the other hoop. They got like eight and a half footer. It's probably like nine. No, it's eight and a half. I looked. He, has a he measured it. It has a measurement. Oh, really? It shows you, yeah. Yeah, that's why it was probably easier to dunk on. I dunked on it with both, like, both hands, barely. I was like, yeah, it I was tough to for Big that. Boy to get up there, but I got it done. The fact that you did that is very impressive, though. You're not a, you're not a, like, a very tall a person. Bounce. I'm not a tall person, no. No, you're like five ten, and you're like. Hey, but in that in that team meeting though, when I had the picture of me and Zach Mason, you're pretty up I there. was way taller than that motherfucker. Yeah. Short. Yeah. Ass. If you're hearing the Zach, he's why would he listen to my podcast? You're short. I don't know. Maybe in the future, when we come back and listen <laughs> I don't know. to it, he's a teammate he might listen to. It. No way, dude. Don't follow anything. No way. Um, how long have we been doing this for? An hour? I think an hour. No, it's, we started this like eleven forty-five. How? Probably. No way. How yeah, long is how long is one an a thousand thirty one beats divided by four? Let me do it. Two hundred something. Hold on. Let me do it. One oh three five divided by four. Two fifteen some change. Two fifty eight. So that's two hundred fifty eight. We'll just keep going for a little while, I guess. I don't know how long it is. I want to have like an hour or something. Yeah, I, man, I think we got another fifteen twenty minutes. Easy. Oh, dude. Do you understand why people listen to my podcast now? I keep it flowing. It's a conversation. Definitely. Not a conversation. <laughs> but, like, if you got a shitty guest, like, have you ever had a shitty guest? Oh, like, my God, don't yeah. Don't obviously say Dude, it's names, hard. But, um, like, just well, like, I'm not going to, this one wasn't talk. shitty, but I'm going to tell you because you know him. Darnell, he's very quiet, dude. It was really hard oh, to get yeah. him to talk. But once I got him talking, we had a great conversation. Um, we, he, we started getting into some really philosophical conversations but it was really hard in the beginning to get him to speak um because he's so quiet um shitty guests i've had some weird guests who you're like but okay and like then you, you really like do you have guests you just have absolutely no idea who they most are people that are on the podcast That's i have tough. no idea who they, I, maybe i've had like a couple conversations with them on instagram but most people i have no idea who they are besides like you and that's tough um the last person i had you think i know a canadian packers fan who is a horror podcaster you think i know that guy you just hella gave away who that dude was, but... 
Well, I wasn't saying he was bad. I was no. just saying, like, do you think I know who that is? Definitely not. No, yeah. So um, I had a dude from South Africa on who I'm posting next week. I'm having him on again, too. That's pretty cool. It was only 35 minutes, though, because his audio, it started. Actually, that a little laggy. It was a little laggy. Well, it, it was also, like, 1 a.m. for him. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, man, we can do this podcast, bro. Yeah. Like, well, he, he said he wanted to do it so it wouldn't be too early for me. So I was like, dude, you're honestly dope. But he start, we talked about, like, apartheid and things like that. What it's like, dude, what he told me was so crazy. He was telling me, basically, that um, I'm basically spoiling the next podcast I'm posting. Um, he was basically telling me that. There's sponsoring. In so it's only like nine, there's only like 9% white people in South Africa. And like, but they still had yeah, apartheid the there. Yeah. But like he said that after like apartheid and everything, white people started leaving and stuff. But, and, and um, other Africans started immigrating there. But he was like telling me that. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Europe definitely fucked them over pretty good. Europe fucked That's everyone what over, we did bro. though to the South after the Civil War. We just fucked them over. It's just getting behind, bro. Yeah. Just resources, putting money where it's supposed to be. We also fucked over Native Americans, too. We fucked them over. We called them Indians harder. for 250 years. Way harder. After that, we knew they were not Indians. It's and a Lucy K joke. And a bunch of money off them, too, then, after that. It's very fucked up. Yeah. Anyways. Off that negative talk. Um. Yeah, so... Back to what we were talking about, football and concussions, because we never really talked about it. Right. Yeah, I kind of dodged that one. Yeah, you bit. did. Do you think your head's going to be all right when you're older? I think my head will probably be fine. Um, I didn't start playing when I was like a little-ass kid. I started playing when I was 13, and I'll stop playing when I'm, what, 22-ish. So, yeah. Like, yeah, it's 9, 10-ish years, but... I hope I'll be okay. <laughs> I don't fucking know, bro. Like, I feel fine. Yeah. Um, definitely, like, I mean, I don't know how many concussions I've had, per se. Um, but, no, that's tough. Getting your bell run. A good yeah. Bit. You see, now, I never even knew this, bro. Um, it's become more popular. Jonathan Abram does it a lot. Um, but having the smelling salts right in your face mask in the game, bro, um, the pneumonia smelling salts, have you ever had those, like, in a lift? Like, you never tried those? You start me blank face, you know, and you're like jacks for a few seconds. No, yeah, I was thinking. I think they Zach have like Mason's, these little. They're just like little salt. I think like, Zach Mason's had it. Yeah, before. he had that. <clears throat> um, okay, it's yeah. The same thing, but they have them in these little, like they're little picks, like they're little, like rocks, yeah. and they just like jump, like jam their. Gee, I can't talk. They shove them, jam them in their face mask, uh-huh. and and like whenever they get their bell rung or like right before a play, just and then you're just jacked like 10, 15 seconds. You're just on one. That cannot be good for you. Definitely, there's some studies on, like, yeah. they don't act exactly know, like, the long-term effects, but basically, like, I guess, like, 70s, like, 80s football, like, that was, like, common, like, training po- protocol, like, if someone, quote-unquote, got their bell rung, mm-hmm. like, those smelling salts were their, like, low-key, like, medicine, like, oh, here you go, like, and then they'd be, like, I'll be all wired again, but like, oh, I'm awake, and go out and hit the field again. Pussy. <laughs> What? Okay. Um, that's a weird way to end that sentence. Um, but so, yeah, Jonathan Abrams kind of sucked. I thought he was going to be way better. Um, he, it was his first year playing. Like, he would just run on the field like a maniac. And part of the reason why he wasn't playing good was our defensive coordinator was using him. So stupid, bro. He'd be having him come off the edge and always having him blitz like this 320-pound lineman isn't going to eat his 200-pound ass up every time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he can smack the shit out of people, but 
Like, you run into fucking offensive guard, like, in the NFL, like, mm-hmm. Jonathan Abrams, alas, is not going to get it done. But at the last, they started using him pretty well at the end of the season. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think he should just be kind of like a Buda Baker, just like a rover type person. Like, just fucking let him roam around the middle of the field and make plays. Um. Yeah, meeting Zay Jones was really cool. Zay Jones fucking didn't do shit till the last week of the season. Meeting him was I, so cool. I think we're going to get rid of him. Probably. Um, Sorry, Zay, if you listen to Colin's podcast. He does not listen to my podcast. I wanted him to come on, though. That would have been a cool guest. I still might be able to. Zay, if you're listening to this. No, Zach Amy thinks you can eat a dick. <laughs> not that. I hate people, honestly. I know I just said that, but I hate people to be fucking talking mad shit on professional athletes on social media. Any type of professional yeah. athlete. Just like, man, you don't know what that guy had to do to get there, or woman. No, you really don't. And like, fuck, bro, like, literally there's not a game that anybody plays where there's a perfect game. Like, it is rare to find that. Like, go back, watch the film, like, oh, he had a perfect game. Yeah. Like, baseball players can do it sometimes. I mean, kickers can do it. Yeah, but you guys had four plays. A regular perfect game is 80 plays. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, even being a kicker, it's hard to have a perfect game. Exactly, like, you're going to fuck up something. Yeah. Like, you're human. Like, even if you make the kick, a perfect game, I would say, is down the middle. Perfect Especially ball. fantasy-wise. People just shit on someone for fucking over their fantasy team. It's like, bro, you think that guy gives a shit yeah, about no. how good your fantasy team is? No, they definitely about? don't. Like, NFL teams have different game plans week in, week out. Like, yeah. people they want to get the ball to. It's like, shut the, f- <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got to relax, It dude. was cool. Josh Jacobs, see him clown, uh, clown huh? fantasy football owners. Like, Josh Jacobs? Yeah, like week no, 14 or something. He, like, posted on his Instagram story, like, 9.30, like, half hour before kickoff. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, not suiting up today, guys. Ankle's not it. <laughs> and then, like, ten minutes later, there's, like, video of him on the field, like, in his all his shit, like, doing drills and stuff. I'm like, fuck you. And everybody was clowning him. Fucking, what's that guy's name? That bald dude that always is on ESPN Fantasy Football. Matthew Barry was talking. He was like, boys, disgrace, fantasy football, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Who gives a fuck, bro? Like, shut up. There's not one person who gives a fuck. That is a football player about fantasy. Unless there's people who are backup quarterbacks, I'm sure some of them have fantasy football teams. It's definitely like it would be clutch to just be able to like finesse that shit. Just have your own fantasy football. Like you're Dalvin Cook. Like, oh, I'm gonna start myself this week. Just fucking go the fuck off. Yeah, but if you're like a baller like Dalvin Cook, you don't have time to have a, a fantasy football team. That's true. If you're a backup quarterback, a fantasy you got football some time. team, I'll tell you a secret. A fantasy football team, you need ten minutes a week. Is all you need to spend on it. You think Heineke is going to start next year for the Washington football team? Also, Washington football team, change your name, dude. You couldn't think of anything better than the Washington football team? They gave them a limited amount of time, and that's a Washington big Warriors. Like, that's a big decision. You don't want to fucking just rush into Washington Red Wings. The Warriors has already been taken. Washington Werewabbit. Um, they should just be the Washington Boxers, bro. Boxer's a lit-ass. A lit-ass logo. Like, how much do you yell? Ah! That's a good way to end it. Thank you for coming on. No, we keep going. We got a few more minutes. It's only 12.30. The game doesn't start for another hour and five minutes. Yeah, that's true. We can go for Dude, a little Packers, bit Packers, Rams, first up. Let's go. Let's take about who we got today. I got the Packers against the Rams. I got the Rams, even Who's though I'm kind of biased. Got the Bills game? Bills, Ravens. I... I th- I, that could go either way. Everybody, I've been, I know I said I was a Raiders fan, but since about week 13, the Raiders were not yet mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. 
but I knew that we didn't have a chance. So I said then and there for the remainder of the season that it's Bills Mafia. They're the Raiders of the East. They're a historically shitty franchise with mm-hmm. a crazy fan base. And honestly, bro, like I just like to root for him, bro. Stephon Diggs is a beast. Stephon Diggs is a crybaby. Rip to you. I mean, honestly, not really. Dude, we got a younger, you we got a younger, better version of him. That's true, but Stefan's been tearing it the fuck up. No, yes, he has. He's a crybaby because he literally was crying because he wasn't the number one option on the Vikings. That's why he was crying. Dude, I would be mad, too, if Adam Thielen was a No, our number one one option option was definitely – all right, number one choice was Dalvin Cook, who is probably the best running back in the league. Dude, running backs should always be an option over receivers, bro. And especially if you have Dalvin Cook. I could – I could – I think I could be a coach. I think I could, too. Definitely special teams. It'd be really fun to be a coach. I honestly don't think I'd be that good of a coach. I think I'd be pretty good of a coach. I think I'd be a decent basketball coach, but I don't think I could be that good of a football coach. Uh, back to commentating. Yeah. There's a lot of times, not as much in basketball games, way more in football games, but I can literally just like Tony Romo, that shit. Like me and Ty were watching mm-hmm. that Lakers game when Danny Green missed the game-winning shot in the finals. And like before like they had a hell of timeouts, so I was like, all right, Ty, like, I feel like LeBron's going to be taking it out. Like, they're going to do a bunch of bullshit. And, like, Danny Green's going to get the ball open three. Like, yeah. game over, Lakers win. And I didn't say it exactly like that. Dude, but, I was thinking, like, was thinking. so announcers are doing, like, commenting games um, from their houses. So I was thinking one of the segments I might do is, like, have a game on and, like, have two mics up and have me and, like, have the video but me commenting on it and, like, stream. That'd be cool. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, Me and my cousins would always do that as kids. Like, not like that, but like we just play that it, yeah. and just like oh, yeah. commentate our games. I think everyone, every little that kid did that. Fun. Yeah. Well, just think, about, just, think, just think about me and you sitting there today watching the Bills game, and there's no audio but the football audio, and me and you are commenting on it, and I'm streaming it on YouTube. I feel like people would tune in. That's what Joe Rogan does with his UFC watch parties. I also think it's illegal, though. How does he do it, then? I don't think he don't shows think it. Show it. No, they definitely they don't show talk. it. Yeah. But I also think it's illegal to stream. But here's the thing about football is, you could you do college football? Because it's free. It's ESPN. You're not allowed to charge for college football. I don't know. We could figure out a way to do it. It won't be college football for a while, though. So That no, ship is sailed. I was thinking more for basketball and stuff like that. March Madness this year, huh? We missed it last year. I'm excited for that. That would be cool. You going to make your bracket? Maybe. It's, it's pretty pointless, though. Like, yeah, it's fun. It's fun, yeah. It's fun. Dude, it's fun. Freshman year. But like, for I, me, I would want to do that, and I'd want to, like, fucking research every team and, like, try to make as accurate bracket as possible. And I'd put a lot of effort into it. And then it'd be fucked in yeah, fucking yeah. two days. In two days, because there's always upsets. The ones that win are always the, always the ones that motherfuckers just randomly do it, and it just happens to be the best. Yeah, I get it. I mean. Yeah, dude. It's really hard to get it's lucky. Really like hard that. to be get lucky like that. It's a sixty-four factorial amount of mm-hmm. options. But it's like winning the lottery. Oh, probably something like that. Yeah. Um, do you like UFC? A lot. You gonna watch the Conor McGregor Poirier fight? Yeah. Two. Um, dude, I honestly, I'm sorry, Joe Rogan. You're literally one of my heroes. But like, dude, the fact that you have been like focusing on podcasts and not commenting UFC fights as much. Honestly, hurts me. Now I get it. It's really hard to fly to Abu Dhabi. You think Joe Rogan's listening to Call Demand answers right now? Like, Maybe. Damn, Colin, I appreciate you, but quit talking shit on me, bro. Let me do whatever I want. I'm not really talking shit. It just hurts me. I know, but like, what if he, he does listen to me? What if he does listen to me and then he's like invites me onto his show? That'd be pretty cool. 
I would love to. That's like one of my goals in life. So go to Austin. I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> do you know how much you are nowhere people... near famous enough yet? You don't even have to be famous. You he just has be... to like you. You gotta be a little famous. You have to be have like a, something that you offer, something interesting about you. But do you know how much people have like how much success people have gotten off to, off of going on his show? Probably a lot. A lot, dude. Which is like insane because, like, here's a, here's a question I have for you. Do you think podcasts, especially the Joe Rogan podcast, should have as much power as it does? I think so. Obviously, I'm doing it. It's not like he has an insane amount of power, but like, he has an insane lot amount of power, bro. Dude, all he can really do is just like. There's nobody who feels though. Yes, but okay. Think about all the media platforms of famous people. They're all usually leaning left because social media can. We've seen this. They banned the president of the United States. They can. They can skew however they want it. But with podcasts, a media art like podcasts, he can say whatever he wants to, and no one can stop him. Because it's his though. Yes. Not working for some. But that's my. But that's my point. That that's kind of my point. Podcast is one of the only mediums. Music's kind of like this, but even there, there's record producers. Yeah. Podcast is one of the only mediums where you can say whatever you want and you can reach millions upon billions of people and you can say whatever the hell you want. Most things are regulated. That's true. And but so like you have to get to that point to get to the point where he's Well, like, yes. But, and Joe Rogan, I don't think he's a power monger. Like, I think he's just doing it because he has fun and like, no, no. He's just trying to please an audience. And no, but I'm. I'm not saying should he have that power. I'm saying like even Logan Paul. You know, Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive, has so many views. Yeah, but anybody who's listening to that man's opinion like, oh, man, this is fucking spot on. Like, is a child. They're fucking dumb and probably a child. Like, yeah, they're probably kids. Like, I listen to it. I like I like his, how entertaining it is. So I that's study. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm not as, yeah, you're, yeah, you're they're podcast. very good marketers, both of them. They're very good at trolling and getting clout. You can get Floyd Mayweather to fight you as a YouTuber. You got something going going good for you. He's gonna die. Yeah, I mean, sure, but you're gonna get fifty million dollars for it. I told you, can see someone die on TV in an exhibition fight. He's not gonna die, dude. It's gonna be they're gonna be rules about hitting in the head, things like that. Like in Tyson fight? Yeah, I think so. Did you watch it? There was both. All those were fights. Fucking Nate Robinson almost died in front of our eyes in an exhibition. Fight. Yes, he got knocked out cold. No, yes, almost fell out of the ring. I'm, but I'm saying. I don't think you know how Floyd boxes, bro. He doesn't. Yeah, box he, like yeah. A he probably just won't let him touch him the first yeah. round, and the second round will probably just fuck with him. Yeah, and then I hope. But I, look, dude, honestly, he, he could stri- he could strike Floyd, bro. He's he's substantially bigger than Floyd Mayweather, bro. Man, I mean, I don't know. I don't he's like six punches he's been eating in his retirement, but we'll see. I mean, he's probably still training. Mike Tyson trained till he's fifty. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he actually trained. No, Mike Tyson got really fat. And yeah, and then he, then he got started shit back together. Honestly, that fight was funny, though. My, I've never once seen Mike Tyson be okay with a draw before. Yeah, he didn't really care about the fight. No. Really. It was just for, like, the fans. Damn. When people get older, they start getting softer. Not, like, softer in a bad way, but they start getting, like... No, nah, he's just, like, not as fucking batshit crazy as he was. He bit someone's ear off. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's got low T now, probably. He's fucking chilled out. No, he's definitely taking TRT. Mellowed and Joe Rogan takes TRT. No, to get that jack, probably. He was fucking crazy. Who else takes TRT that we know, probably? 